primary role of, of Friday night is to really be more of a, a prayer time and just kind of a word in season. And so I want to share quickly something uh, uh, that Jake had talked about. You, if you came in, the, the prayer time starts at six, and they worship. And so you just there was a flow, just a steady flow of people coming in, and just a build up, and you could feel just the presence of God uh, building up in the place. And uh, and then somebody shared a word about groaning. And uh, the Lord took me to 2 Corinthians uh, 5, and uh, this has nothing to do with what I want to share tonight, but I, I feel like there was a groaning happening in the room. I'm going to read this to you, what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 2. He says, for in this tent, he's talking about our body, for in this tent we groan longing to put on our heavenly dwelling. If indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked, for while we are still in this tent, we groan being burdened. Not that we would be unclothed, but that we would be further clothed so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Amen, church. And so you just, like, there was just this life building. There's this groaning, God, we want you. We want resurrected bodies. Come now. And you could just feel like this life blowing through the room. And, and then, of course, just a few, page, or a few uh, uh, verses down. That's when he goes into that, for if we are beside ourselves, some translation says, for if we are crazy, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. Either way, the love of Christ compels us. I just want to pray that over us tonight, that, um, man, there is times where you just feel that deep-seated groaning in your heart, and I feel like the church is in a groaning moment right now. We're groaning, we're saying, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, we want what you want, we want your heart, we want that resurrected body, even in the midst of chaos, Father, come, you're good. And so I just want to pray that over the church if I can. Father, we are so in tune with what you desire, and I thank you that tonight you just reminded us, God, when we lay it all down, you show up, God. And when you show up, Father, you touch every heart. And so God, I pray that your ears are inclined to our groaning. Jesus, it's groaning because we want you. It's groaning, God, because we need you. It's groaning, God, because even though we're still in this tent, this earthly flesh, Father, we want to be made more and more and more and more and more like you into your glorious image. And so tonight I pray, Father, that you would truly sanctify us with the washing of the word tonight, that we would be found in your presence, God, as we come together as a body. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Um, so when Sam kind of asked just to share a word in season, and he said, what, what is it the Lord is kind of burning on your heart? We've kind of been in this rhythm, if you followed what's happening in the, in the prayer, and we've got the worship burn, we've had the, um, uh, the scripture surge uh, of just kind of reading 122 hours, reading the word Genesis to Revelation, and so just this rhythm of word prayer and and worship and just kind of continuing on with this rhythm it's been absolutely awesome and and in this season I feel like what for, for me what's really stirred in my heart is just a, a greater desire for the word of God I've grown up in church my whole life pastor's kid um, if you asked me you know when I was 16 do you have scripture memorized I tell you no right and like opportunity to read the Bible all the time like always in front of me going to church every day of my life but just wasn't passionate about God's word. And, and you know, seasons where it kind of comes and goes, and, and I've just found myself more than anything else right now, just this greater desire of just like, I want to feast upon your word, Lord. I want it to be like a honeycomb. I want I want to live in it. I want to breathe. You know what I'm talking about? You guys hear me? 
It's, you, I just want to be found in your word. I love to, to pray. Uh, I struggle in my prayer life at times. Uh, and so sometimes I'm like, Lord, you need to help me in that area. But when it comes to the word of the Lord, I just, ah, oh, just want it. And, and just reminded of where it says over and over, like the grass withers, the flower will fade, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. And so just trying to latch on to these eternal things and, and knowing I want to be found in God's word. And so um, one of the things that we talked about in the last scripture surge that we did was just this really feeling in our heart that this is going to be the year where the word of the Lord goes out. Just that this is going to be the year where, I mean, we've been reading it, we've been flooding the airwaves with, with it, praying it and proclaiming it out loud, and just the year of the word of the Lord going out. And so um, two phrases um, just were impressed upon my heart this week in, in praying for tonight. Um, and it really started with, I was reading through the churches in Revelation and just kind of l- latching on to some things. And in every one of them at the very end in Revelation, was talking about to the churches, this is what he says. He says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And I think sometimes I'm so in tuned on what the news is saying and so in tuned on what social media is saying and so in tuned on every other information avenue that I'm not in tune what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So I'm building my positions and, and building my ideas off of everything else. And the Lord just kind of cut me to the heart and says, knock that off and be in tune with what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so um, there was a phrase, uh, two phrases really that I feel like he put on my heart. The first one is that this is the year of the Lord's favor. Now let me explain that here in just a minute. And the second one was that this is the season of the seed. And the first one in that this is the year of the Lord's favor, um, some of you might be thinking, you, you might have missed that. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched the news recently, right? Um, but you, 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 the Lord just really put on my heart, this is the year of the Lord's favor because of Jesus. And let me tell you what I mean by it. And uh, if, if you follow the, 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 the prayer, um, wichitaprayer.com and all those different sites, there was a vision that somebody got, I think it was last year, it might have been Sam, where two, 2019 was on fire. You guys remember that? 2019 was on fire, and it was like this. Maybe he's going to use that as a season of purifying, and 2020 was green. Do you guys remember that? And I'm like, Lord, I think he totally missed it, and it was switched, right? Like, I don't know why, but I went back to that thing. It had popped up in my timeline, and I, I saw it's 2019, just the word 2019, and it was, it was on fire. And so we were praying into that last year saying, Lord, it must be a year of purifying. 2020 is going to be a year of green and growth and, you know, all of these things. And in my mind, I'm going, Lord, somewhere along the line, um, that word was, was, was misplaced. And the Lord just reminded me, he says, no, 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 2019 was a year of burning, 2020 is a year of green, because the year of green comes from me and not from you. And then he reminded me of Psalm 23, as I walk the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. And he goes to the rest of it, there's that part where he says, I make you lie down in green pastures. In the valley of the shadow of death, I make you lie down in green pastures. And so... This word of this is the year of the Lord's favor because of Jesus. In Isaiah 61, we know the word that Jesus had proclaimed. He quoted the prophet Isaiah when he said, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. He's anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, release 
um, from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God and comfort all who mourn, provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of fear, instead of spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And I was just praying into that, and Lord, how is this? How is this year? How is all the thing? How is this the year of your favor? And he's just showing us that we're more in tune and more fixed on him than ever before, right? We're, we're more in tune. We're, we're saying, come, Lord Jesus, more than ever before. The body of Christ is crying out and praying and, and, and going after his heart and, and diving into the word and scriptures. Why didn't we do scripture surge, you know, last year? And why weren't we doing these 72-hour burns constantly? Something is pressing down, and the body of Christ is groaning, and we're pressing into Jesus, and it's the, it's the year of the Lord's favor. Amen? And, and, and so as we kind of go through that and, and the Lord kind of putting that on my heart of, Lord, this is the year of your favor. I realize, um, man, that it starts with us being saturated in your word. It's burning my heart. Jesus says in John five thirty nine, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life and it is they bear witness about me. Like we're, I'm looking through the words and I found myself, and I just want to confess I found myself so many times looking through the word to prove my point. Looking through the word to back up my stance on X, Y, and Z. And the Lord's going, you're looking at the scriptures for the wrong thing. The scriptures just simply point to me. Revelation 19 says the essence of prophecy is to give a, a clear witness of Jesus. Everything is pointing to him. Everything. And so that first word that this is the year of the Lord's favor. I just really believe that even in the midst of all of this stuff, this is happening so that we press in. And, and, and we press in through prayer, we press in through worship, but I just feel this mandate that we press in into the word. Last week, Sam said, if you're struggling in the word, I'm gonna stand up, I'm gonna pray over you. And there was just tons of people who had stood up and we prayed and some people got you know, some, some direct vision of where they were supposed to start reading at. It was awesome to see. And I just really believe that right now the Lord is saying, incline your ears to hear my word. The, the second phrase real quickly um, that, that I wanted to share is that I felt like he says, this is the season of the seed. This is the season of the seed. And, um, you know, I feel like um, after pain comes revival. <laughs> and I feel like it's, it's like it's, birth, it's like after pain comes something new, right? And that this is the season where more than ever before, um, that it's our opportunity to be scattering seed. Um, I think about in, in, in um, Matthew chapter 24, I, I've been there uh, just a little bit, and if you read through Matthew chapter 4, and Jesus is giving signs of the times, and you know, he's telling us all these things that will happen at the end of the age, and you know, many will come, and many will be led astray, and many will fall away, the hearts of many will grow cold, and, and in verse 8, he says, all these are but the beginning of birth pains, and then he continues on, he says, they'll deliver you up to tribulation, be hated, uh, lawlessness will increase, all these things are going to happen, but here's what he says in verse 13, in the midst of all of this madness, 
in the midst of this crazy time that Jesus is laying out, he says in verse 13, but the one who endures to the end will be saved and the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Like we are hastening the day, amen? It's the second Peter three. We're hastening the day. We're saying, God, come. We, Sam talked about this two weeks ago when, when he said, when you're praying in Jesus, come. We're saying all of these things that he just mentioned about tribulation, we're praying those in, amen? But in the midst of the chaos and in the midst of the tribulation, in the midst of the, the madness and the hate and the backstabbing and the divisiveness that's happening, he says in the midst of that, the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole earth as a testimony to all nations. I'm excited. <laughs> um, you know, we, 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 so, so this gospel um, that's being proclaimed is just really the season of the seed spread um, I, I, I think that in so many ways this is an opportunity for the body of Christ to go out like never before uh, we, we know Romans 10 15 how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news I, I love the Berean account in Acts 17 they're examining the scriptures for themselves they're seeing that Jesus is real like I love these things where they're they're learning these things in fact in Acts 17 I want to read this it says you know, it's Paul sharing with the Thessalonian believers and, 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 and the Brians. He says, they received the word with eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed and a handful of others. And he goes on, he says, that then there was some from Thessalonians, some Jews from Thessalonians that learned that 